Friends in ministry, we encourage and inspire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Live from the Gen Studio, we enlighten and support each other. We're promoting positivity, positivity, friends in ministry. Tell us where you've been, tell us what you've seen, friends in ministry. All right, welcome back. Welcome back, guys, to Friends in Ministry. I'm your host, Ricky Ricardo, and this is another installment of Friends in Ministry. Um, Friends in Ministry, as usual, is brought to you by the Gen Studios. Friends in Ministry is also, also brought to you by the Holy Armor Closing Line, where you suit up, stand up, and stand out. Don't forget to shop with them. Um, the link will be posted in the description. Um, so for our guest today on Friends in Ministry, uh, we have another fellow industrial engineer. Um, I met her at the illustrious National Treasure, the Morgan <laughs> yes. I got, Hey, look, we don't play it's about high. it. <laughs> I love my status. <laughs> don't, yes. I, I probably shouldn't have done that because... Joel is probably gonna see it and be like, "You're like pressed." I know, but anyway, um, the illustrious Morgan State University. Um, you know, she graduated a semester before me. Um, as I said, currently an industrial engineer. Uh, yeah, she's the co-host of the Let's Brunch um, podcast with TNT. She's a member of the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority. Um, she's a PK, uh, none other than Taylor Barnett. Taylor, oh, welcome. Thank you. Of course, of course, welcome. What an intro, lovely, thank you. <laughs> Those are my key points. <laughs> you I, made sure to, I made sure to capture them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Um, yeah, welcome to Friends in Ministry. I'm glad to have you on. Thank you. Glad to be here. It's an honor to be invited. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so, I mean, first things first, as I always ask, how are you? How are things? How have you been lately? What's going on with you? I've been pretty good. A little busy running back and forth from Baltimore to Philly and traveling from work. Mm-hmm. I tend to schedule things back to back and then tire myself out, but we keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, I'm like tired, but I'm good. It's a good time. Oh, you're, you're cutting things close, Taylor? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I am. <laughs> and my body feels it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. It seems like you're always having a good time, though, based on your stories, though, even though you're, you know, I guess doing a lot of stuff. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I, I do notice from your stories that you do have a little fun in there. So at least that's good. Yes, you know, and I... And I'm not good about posting things yeah. on social media. So when I do, it's like I'm having a really good time. Good time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. One of my friends was like, oh, you hang out with people? They <laughs> DM me. I was like, yes, I just don't post all the time. Right, right. <laughs> I do more than just go to work. I just don't post it. <laughs> well, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as I said, uh, 
you're an also an industrial engineer as myself. And as you were just talking off air, I was, you know, telling you that, you know, I was inspired because, you know, you um, graduated and then you got a job and you moved to the affiliate. And we're going to, you know, talk about that a little later on. But, you know, I was always inspired by your, you know, you have this thing that you do um, whenever you travel for work where you have your, you know, uh, travel, travel, travel trivia. trivia. Right. Or, right. I, I, yeah, I think that's the name I gave it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where you, you post so. yeah. trivia questions, like where am I headed today or, you know, mm-hmm. like that, it's really cool. But as I said, um, we will talk a little more about that uh, when we get further down. But um, so you grew up in Boston. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah Boston. Something slight. <laughs> Something slight. It was very like only through elementary school. We, my family, moved to Maryland when I was starting sixth grade, mm-hmm. so I don't have a very vivid memory of of growing you know, up here. Yeah, it's very okay. much like school field trips like you know like all the things you remember from elementary school not necessarily boston specifically right right yeah it was cool it was cool i had a good childhood (laughs) okay that's good so like your dad played in the nfl like for a lot of persons that i guess didn't know that Mm -hmm. your dad played for new england so was that during like those boston years like living there or was that today? That's that's why we were there. So my dad finished. Uh, my parents finished school, and my dad walked on for the um, Patriots mm-hmm. team. So yeah. that just meant my mom would move to you know Dubai. Massachusetts, right. and then later we were born. But that's how we even ended up there because my fa- family's from North Carolina. That's where okay. like cousins, aunts, uncles, like everybody's there. <laughs> so yeah, we were in Boston for. Uh, I guess from 96, that was his last season. Yeah, was it from 94 to 96? I was really good. Yeah, 94 uh, to 96. And he, two two seasons were with the Patriots with and the, the last season was Redskins. Redskins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was doing Formerly a known as, you know, <laughs> yeah, okay, now known as the Commanders. <laughs> yes. Right, you got to get it right. <laughs> the Commanders, you know, back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> more yeah. than three years ago, it right. was the Redskins. <laughs> Not that long ago, but yeah. So when I was born, I was born '96. So he stopped. I was born. Right. <laughs> so, right. so you didn't, you didn't like have any memories of that. You didn't go to no, any games. Not a memory. Nothing not at all. all. <laughs> okay. There's like a there's a newspaper of a uh, clip. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of me and my sister when we were babies. Right. And I don't even remember what it was from. I just vaguely remember seeing that, like, in, you know, like you go home and there's all, there's all the photo albums and just like right. random right. stuff. It's yeah. in there somewhere. I don't even know what that article was for, but like, I have no clue what he was up to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That was, yeah. Well, like, you know, um, when, because I remember like the first time I saw that your dad, you said that your dad played. I'm like, that's so cool. Like, yeah. Hmm. You know what I mean? But it is cool. I don't lead with it because like yeah, I said, like I, I don't remember right. nothing. <laughs> yeah. But, but okay. yeah, it is a, okay. it's a cool fun fact. It's very cool. All right. At least, you know, your dad, Mr. Troy, Ornette, they played mm-hmm. the National Football League. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. But um, so as I also mentioned in the brief intro, you you you're a PK. You know, you went from being a, a preacher's kid to now a pastor's, you know, pastor's kid. Mm-hmm. Um 
like speak to life growing up as a PK or what did, did you mm. did you or speak to the moving from the progression from moving from a preacher's kid to a pastor's kid because maybe you didn't yeah. you know, like, grow up being a PK your whole life but sure. certain aspects of it so I actually did because for as long as I can remember my dad was a minister right so when we were in Boston he was a minister we moved uh, to Maryland he became an elder a district elder uh, then the pastor and now he's a bishop right which is very weird to think about because like it's just my dad (laughs) (laughs) but so yeah I I think it's um there's there's so much to talk about (laughs) I don't know what what able to take but I think the most prevalent thing for me when I think about being a PK and growing up is um the eyes on you and my parents have always been like really involved in church before he was pastor like my mom was always helping out with the women's ministry and the youth and my dad was always with the men's ministry and you know so like (laughs) I was always there anyway right so as far as showing up or being active in church also a very important thing (laughs) not just being there when you're a PK like get into something (laughs) get into something so it was it was hard to I think for me in my high school years Mm -hmm. because that's when you're like you become kind of you're like really (laughs) self-centered let me speak for myself (laughs) let me speak for myself I I became like (laughs) self-centered and it's like why is everybody judging me you know like why why are eyes on me why do people have an opinion why is it when I miss a Sunday that it's like where you been you know like what what is what is this do other kids go through this and it's like oh this is my dad (laughs) it's my mom yeah so that can be very challenging Mm -hmm. um aka annoying that can be very annoying (laughs) to have to deal with yeah but I guess that's like par for the course yes so so all right we could you basically alluded to because my next question was going to be like do you think that kids face more uh pressure than normal um kids but um so yeah because I do I had, you know, I have a lot of, uh, I've had a lot of PKs on on the show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always, you know, because obviously, like, I can't, you know, like, relate to, you know, what it's like being a PK. But, I've, you know, I've, I've heard different things from um, from each each one of them about yeah. you know, growing up in the church and the pressures that you face from, like, either your parents or, you know, like, congregants, the people that yeah. are in the church. Mm-hmm. But, like, speak to the pressure, though, like, that you know, PK's face on a whole, as opposed to normal kids. Mm-hmm. I think there's the, there's always in the back of your mind, like you're the example. Mm-hmm. So with that weight comes the, becomes like the pressure of being perfect, right? right. Yeah. Or at least outwardly so. Yes. <laughs> That's a whole other topic. Yeah. <laughs> you At the bare minimum, you have to present like your, you're, you know, I hate to say like following the rules, but at a certain age, like you're just going through the motions. You don't really right. have a relationship. Like, with I'm, I'm, having it like, all together spiritually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have to be like, show up, be active. So there's that added pressure, I think, of perfection or being an example. And I've been told that 
by congregants, like you said, like, oh, you're, you're a great example. You know, my daughter looks up to you and all this, like things like that. Sure. People you don't expect to be paying attention to you. Yes. So then there, you feel that even more when they verbalize it. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. So, but it's like you said, it's, it's like, there's more eyes on you. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm, I'm trying to uh, remember, I could be wrong, but maybe it'll jog your memory when I say it. But I remember, I don't remember if it was Facebook or uh, Instagram, but I basically remembered you making a post one time. And I, it was, to me, it was uh -oh. kind of like, you know, kind of taking <laughs> a dig a little bit. Yeah. At, you know, saying to because. Very possible. I, <laughs> I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember the whole context of it. Maybe you do remember now, but you basically mm -hmm. was saying like, you know, oh, you posted like if you posted a picture in something, or you were you were wearing something, or you yes. did your hair a certain kind of way, or your dad got a call, or yes, you know, the craziest like thing, Ricky. Okay, so I'm apostolic, yes. and so traditionally, you know, women wear skirts, dresses, pants is a big no, right? Right, and it was our church in Massachusetts I do remember this that like that was so enforced you know right. what I mean and then when we moved to Maryland it, it wasn't such a big a big thing right yeah so I decided um I made a conscious effort in college to continue to wear skirts dresses you know out of yeah. respect for my parents yeah. right and like I'm still under their household let me show respect like this is my mom still doesn't wear jeans you know like this just traditional right so my graduation pictures, I have on this pink pantsuit. Yes. Okay, it's fire. Yes. I remember. <laughs> I remember. It. Pink pantsuit. Yes. And it's crazy because I talked to my parents before and it was like, like, I'm, I have had my job lined up. Like I was going to move. Like I had all right. these things, like I'm becoming more independent. And I feel like I can consciously make the decision right. to wear pants and have the understanding that my relationship with God isn't going to change. Right. And like I said, my relationship. So, you know, everybody's different. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> do what works for you. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I did it out of respect for you guys, but now for myself, this is what I'm going to do. So that was kind of like my, you know, big step out. Right. You you're, say, right? You're growing into a young woman. Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> so I posted this picture, fire picture. I must remind you, fire picture on Facebook. Yeah. And a couple weeks later, my dad like we we're just talking he's like you know someone's no he didn't tell me who he said someone called me and said um asked if I had seen you in pants on Facebook and I said they asked you if you saw me like what? <laughs> what kind? does that make sense my own dad he didn't yeah. see my grad pictures so I put them on Facebook come on y'all but I was like what are you talking about that he's like yeah some he just called me and said da -da -da -da. like and I was like what did you say he said yeah I saw it she looks nice you know what I mean? So I was yeah. like, period, tell us. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna look, acknowledge that. But I was like, so of course that, you know, my next question was, well, who, yeah, who, <laughs> who, who said that? Yeah. He would not tell me. And he still won't, which is very wise. Right. Because right. <laughs> I don't I mean, need to it's know. It's the right thing to do. Right. <laughs> it's very wise. Yeah. But it's like, and so I'm I'm how old was I? 20? 20 years old. And you're calling my dad about a Facebook post. And I was like, come on, y'all. <laughs> like, when you say that out loud, don't that yeah, sound crazy? It sounds crazy. So <laughs> it doesn't like, sound crazy. I know a lot of PKs that will probably see this, watch it, or listen to it, will probably, you know, can relate in a sense because 
like obviously we're you know we're in you know the church uh we grew up in the church you know mm-hmm. we know the saints yeah um, yeah yeah Taylor we know how the saints are <laughs> so I mean and especially like when you have um you know like you said uh instances in life where you feel like you're coming into your own and mm-hmm. what you want to do you know even if there's even if it's not that but just yeah, yeah, anything yeah. You do, anything <laughs> Any, uh, sister so and so is gonna call. Right, sister so and so is gonna call. Another yep. Call your the pastor. Mm-hmm. And just say, so what do you think about? It? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was like, come on now. I'm I'm 20. Well, how old was I? 2021. Like, come on now. This is crazy. This got out of hand. <laughs> I just I just I just remember seeing you know that post. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, Taylor Jones works with somebody <laughs> out here. Because I was like, this is not me. Okay. This is that is not normal. I don't sub tweet. I don't sub whatever. And I and I was on Facebook because that's where the church folk are at. Yeah, okay. The church people I, on Facebook. Facebook. I think it was Facebook. It, was Facebook. it had to be Facebook. Because like yeah, I need y'all to see this. <laughs> yeah, you were saying, oh, uh the way I don't remember exactly how you worded it, but the way yeah. you worded it, we know you were talking about some somebody. <laughs> And I must yeah. like call your dad because of how you were dressing and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you know, I you know what I'm saying. It's just like things of that nature. Like even you know, it's like, it's like an extra set of eyes, as you said, are on you as a PK in the church. It's like people, and I remember like having this, you know, inter- an interview with another PK one time, and it's like people put you on such a pedestal. Like you know, mm-hmm. they expect you to, you know be you know be the voice of reason be the the um be the person that everybody tries you know to be like other young people and stuff like that so you like they don't you gotta you know and it's such it's such a hard thing because it's so much pressure yeah so on a on a on a a pk especially you know young person coming up you know and going through school and stuff like that and i pray for y'all i pray for (laughs) y'all I really feel because you Thank know you. I, I can't imagine <laughs> what you know PKs go through. Mm-hmm. You know, there's 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 that element of also, I think as my like my my dad became pastor and he told us like um, our founder um, is making me pastor and we were like okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's obviously telling us, not asking us, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So it's like, okay, dad, you know, got your back, whatever, you know, (laughs) and over time, it's like, why is he so busy all the time? (laughs) Why? Why? So so there's the aspect of the outward people looking at you and seeing, but there's also like our familial, like element had to change and adjust as well. And I think that's something that like, I never would have expected like people calling my dad at whatever hour of the night you got to pray for them or go into the hospital or like just things things like that and I'm like I go walk past his office he's like in a bad mood I'm like what happened like are you okay like (laughs) what's going on he's like all the pressures of everything you know so it there's so many aspects of being a PK that are challenging that you grow into and grow through that is like you wouldn't predict that's why it's always being said to you know pray for your leaders pray for your pastors because like they go through a lot i remember yeah. i was in baltimore i don't remember but but i was going by my you know going by bishop or something and i went there 
And I went to the back of the house and Bishop was in his car uh, asleep. Bishop fell asleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's so much things that he has to do in a day. (laughs) For him to pray, a lot of things for him to do for the church. And you know what I'm saying? Like, so pray for your leaders. The load is heavy. Yes. (laughs) Heavy is the, you know, the head. So you just got to, you know, pray for your leaders. Oh, yeah. um, So, you know, you, you, you know, we've mentioned your parents a lot. So mm-hmm. this year, your parents, I believe, will be married 28 years. Um, speak to, you know, the example, basically, that you've seen, you know, them set for, you know, you and your sister, Tiana, you know, yeah. uh, it's like, yeah, because that's, as you will probably know, you know, as a young person, seeing that these days, it's almost like you're wondering if those sort of marriages are still like, you know, existing. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. people that are, you know, as I said, going on this year, their 28th year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Just speaking that, you know, example that they have said, you know, that you've grown sure. up. Sure. I love their, like, their story of them getting together in college. Yeah. First of all, presented a false narrative because I was like, oh, I'll find my husband in college. Didn't happen. <laughs> so, parents, okay, you hype it up. Sweetheart, <laughs> you gonna find college sweetheart. Didn't happen. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> but yeah, that's their story, right? They met in college, and it's interesting to hear them talk about their spiritual journey. Yeah. Um, kind of fluctuate while they were in school and then eventually my mom got really serious and then my dad got really serious and then right, right. you know like, yeah, yeah. then they came back and like started their relationship again like oh, okay well, now we're both like spiritually aware right. Right. our relationship can be more serious they got married boom 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 yeah so I love that their their growth is very genuine like that they've known each other from you you know the college struggle right <laughs> through through now um, so, and, and being an adult and talking to them about, um, like some challenging years that they had in Massachusetts, right after my dad, um, finished for the NFL was like a rough patch for them and yeah. then uh, fighting through it, sticking together and keeping God first and foremost. Cause right. when you have those conversations on a, as an adult with your parents, it's like, Oh, I, when I was a kid, I had no clue. I didn't right. know we were struggling at that no. age. I still right. was going to gymnastics and whatever little activities yeah. I was into. Like I was right. had an awesome childhood. I was very happy as a kid. And meanwhile, they're like, you know, just yeah. like budgeting and dealing with family yeah. members yeah. and yeah. like, yeah, exactly. So it is very inspirational. And it set the foundation for me that like, I know that they trust one another. Mm-hmm. And that is like, huge that is so huge to be able to trust and respect one another as individuals and that together that like they're dynamic duo it's great and yeah it's it's just great seeing them my dad is kind of like more goofy and my mom's more chill so like it's just great to see them interact (laughs) they're they're so funny like and you're like we had we had them on the podcast that you mentioned earlier yeah and um, it was, it's just like, you very much see their personality. And right. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, you always, and that's what I like about, you know, like, you know, you and your family, like you post, you know, a lot of things about them. And, Cause like yeah, you're saying, yeah. like the personality, like, you know, whether you're, you know, your guys are goofing off with your dad or, you know, it, it's really a, a great dynamic to see. Cause you know, it's like, um, I don't, I don't think like, especially in today's society, the family is still being kept as, you know, the forefront of what, 
should drive the society, you know, more mm -hmm. so, you know, you have a lot of broken homes and stuff like that. But when you see like a good family that is still, you know, thriving, it's really like yeah, great. Yeah. And we get along. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So they're, they're very inspirational in that aspect, just as um, seeing them as man and, you know, woman, yeah. And watching their marriage grow as they get older is is really cool and very inspiring. Um, and just the love that they share is very cool. So my parents are dope. <laughs> Shout out to Troy and Tiffany. Tiffany's right. Yeah, Barnett. we're all T's. Troy, yeah. Tiffany, Tiana Taylor. <laughs> but okay, good stuff. Very original. <laughs> so, listen, you and Tiana, you, you guys got to keep the trend going guys you know what we'll see <laughs> but okay um so obviously wait did you um um you did play basketball in school yeah it's funny I just ran into my um high school basketball coach the other day yeah oh, yeah. I played I played basketball in um high school I was a little bit of a punk. I didn't try out freshman year, but <laughs> I played sophomore through senior year. Yeah, I played varsity basketball at Chesapeake High School um, in Essex. Essex, Maryland. Okay. Very fun. So, yeah. are you a, are you a, are you like are you a big basketball fan now? Like, do you watch? Are you are you gonna watch the finals tonight? I I guess. <laughs> Here's like the that. thing. No, Here's the thing. I don't, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> No, Taylor. I, the finals were on the other day and I was like, oh, it's on. Let me get on. It was halftime. Like, so here's the thing. I am very biased. I am a women's basketball fan. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I, I keep up with college yeah. and the W more than anything okay. for women. So the men, I'm, I don't have a favorite men's basketball. I don't have a favorite NBA team, but I love basketball. So I'm going to watch it, <laughs> you know? All right. Understood. So. Well, I don't know who's on whose team anymore because the trades are crazy, but yeah. I'm here for, for the sport. <laughs> all right. All right. That's cool. Um, yep. So, you know, as you, you know, you basically grew up and you, you know, you went to college um, and stuff like that. So speak to what, you know, kept you, you know, grounded in the faith, because, you know, as, mm -hmm. as you, you know, a lot of, a lot of like church kids, you know, grow up and go to college and then they'll be like, all right, yeah, that's it. You know, I'm check gonna, out. Yeah, that's it. You know, I, I done my yeah. time, you know, it's yeah, yeah. Been great here. <laughs> you know, are. because as you know, I mean, it it's it's I remember, I don't remember who I was talking to, but some like buddy from somebody from like my church circle, whatever. They was like mm -hmm. there's so much this you go to Morgan, I'm sure you face a lot of distraction. I'm like yeah 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 <laughs> of course it's morgan what do you expect like yeah you, there's distraction around every corner i mean it's college not just morgan but that's the thing yeah there's distraction around every corner so like you know it's always like kudos to you know even every student that goes to college and graduate and you know just you know not get deterred you know by you know college life and stuff like that but so yeah just speak to yeah. How you remain, you know, grounded in, in, in the faith still while going to college and all that? Um, my college years were my most, well, have, so far, were my most pivotal years spiritually. 
mm-hmm. um, because I took ownership of my relationship with God. Right. Now, my parents, they never outright said like, we expect you to be at church every Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, you know, they never yeah. said that it was up to us. Uh, my sister went to Towson, so I'm, I'm saying us because, you know, yeah, yeah, we're both close. <laughs> we're right. both basically yeah. in Baltimore. So it's like, you didn't go out of state. You still, you know, could go to your church home. <laughs> right, right. But, but with that option, you know, like knowing that you have that option is kind of like, do I take advantage of that and just go all out or what do I do? So for a period, like my freshman to sophomore year, I was very much going through the motions of church. Right. And just like there, cause I had to be, you know, in my mind, I had to be, and then, um, helping out with whatever ushering or, you know, whatever responsibilities. And then some, something happened where I was walking on campus and I was just like tired. Like I didn't want to do, I didn't feel like going to class. I didn't feel like going to church. I didn't want to talk to my family or friends. Like I just wanted to just not do anything. I just wanted to lay in my bed and be like, no more responsibilities from anybody. Don't, I don't want any more expectations, you know? Yes. Um, and I was walking on campus, vividly remember walking across the, um, welcome bridge from the quad. (laughs) Listen, okay. If you know, you know, (laughs) 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 walking across the welcome bridge and it was springtime. I was leaving class, leaving the engineering building late. So there wasn't really anybody on campus, like going to and from class. And I started praying out loud. No one was around. I was praying out loud and I was like feeling down. And I was like, God, if you hear me, like, give me a sign. Cause I'm frustrated, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, God, if you hear me, like, give me a sign. Yeah. And I felt this breeze and I looked up and the trees weren't moving. Right. You know what I mean? It yeah. was, I just, I just felt it on myself you know and I was like okay God I hear you (laughs) keep praying keep you know trusting God to make a way and like intentional moments like that of prayer or fasting where you're like submitting your flesh to the will of God studying the word of God (laughs) is, is like whatever it takes for you to be like to be intentional I think yes will really get you through uh, those times of even like you mentioned temptation or if you're like me and you just feel like overwhelmed with responsibilities or whatever it is like make an intentional effort to reach out to God because he's always there so oh. you don't so you reach out to God he's going to show up and through college I had to very just become more intentional not just go to church because I had to go to church and expect something from God, expect to hear a word, expect to see my brother and sister and encourage them or vice versa. Like, you know, be intentional about every action and you'll, you'll stay the course. You'll get through school and be stronger than you expect by the end of it. Right. It's just, as you said, you know, I had to be intentional, you know, it's not just about, you know, like, Oh, um, you know, just, going with the motion yeah that's the easy way yeah like oh i have to go or you know saying because like i remember like when i was growing up there were times when i had that feeling like you know because as you know i grew up in jamaica Mm -hmm. i was i remember like there were some sundays because i remember like i i I remember when 
my mother started making me go to church every Sunday. Yeah, you f- yeah, was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, that, that's the thing now. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. every time you gotta go. I don't know what got into me one Sunday. I was like, because normally she would call me at a certain time. Okay, you need to start getting ready. Yeah, yeah. And it's I feel like she was watching me. <laughs> so she wasn't telling me to get ready this particular Sunday. So I'm like, all right. Okay. I'm going to church today. Right. I, I don't know if she was get I don't remember if she was getting ready or not. I was just okay, you know, I guess you're not just chill. And needless to say, you know, I got a Uh-oh. Needless to say, yeah, you know, there was a point in time where it's like, okay, you know, you have to go, so you go. Mm-hmm. but it's like you're saying, yeah. you get to a point where you have to be intentional. You know, it's like the songwriter says, right? Your worship is for real, it's not, real. Yes. It's not just you know, oh, just going because well, my friends are going to be there today, or mm-hmm. I'm gonna, yeah, whatever speaker, yeah, somebody, right, yeah, some something where you can just be, yeah, you know, intentional about it so all right good stuff positivity friends in ministry tell us where you've been tell us what you've seen friends in ministry friends in ministry as usual is brought to you by the Oli armor clothing line where you suit up stand up and stand out shop with them today to get your different god's instruments apparels Friends in ministry, we encourage and inspire. It's been a minute, but it, they're finally here. So our Friends in Ministry merchandises are finally available for purchase. You can purchase online using our Teespring online store link that will be provided. There, you'll be able to purchase your t-shirts, your masks, and signature hoodies, and so much more. Purchase your merch today and support the movement. God bless. Friends in ministry, we encourage and inspire. Um, so, you're, as I said, you're a member of the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, tell us about, you know, the journey in matriculating there because I think I remember it was weird because obviously as I said earlier we went to more we you know went to college together mm-hmm. and I remember like you know when you came out when you you know you posted your pictures and stuff like that and I was like oh yeah. well, I didn't know you was you know <laughs> you was <laughs> matriculating yeah like, so but I know you know like you know being a part of a sorority or being part of fraternity it's obviously mm-hmm. I was there but I didn't but um Tell us about the journey, you know, in matriculating, you know, and tell us, you know, about the sorority in general. So, yes, I'm a proud member, still active (laughs) (laughs) member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, the first and finest, first Black sorority, you know, 1908, shout out to us. Um, So, I I don't kind of know where to begin. I want to say that, start off by saying that my aunt um, is my soror, and she was huge uh, influence for me, a huge mentor for me with, um, especially in my high school years and right. thinking about college. She yeah. is in elementary education, uh, or she graduated from NCA&T. 
okay. um, in elementary education. So she definitely, you know, of course, encouraged me to go to HBCU. <laughs> yes. And so like her influence is my first, you know, vivid memory of an Alpha Kappa Alpha woman that I look up to and um, see all her success, see her relationship with her sisters and how much they help each other out. Like, you know, that was my first, you know, introduction to the sorority. Mm -hmm. um, and then of course, through my own research, I was like, okay, I, I align with these goals, with their mission, um, with their target initiatives. Uh, so when I was on campus, I was a part of the uh, Women's Healthcare and Wellness Committee. Yeah. Um, and one of the target initiatives was heart health. And my grandmother, before she passed, she struggled a lot with heart health. And so it was awesome to uh, edu give, give, like we did um, posters and things like that in the student center, you know, making people aware of different things. What's the difference between like a stroke and a heart attack, things like that. Right, right. Like, and so it was great to have a group of women that I could look up to um, as far as like my pro fights people or, you know, but I, as well as my sisters, like, Right. women or I, I guess we you know we're young 18 but I, I still look up to my sisters you know there yeah. are aspects of them that I wanted to embody um first thing for me was what I struggled with as a young person was low self-esteem mm -hmm. and um uh, my sisters are like you know we know who we are we know who we bring to the table we're valuable. And when you have that energy, that vibe, <laughs> of, a certain of women, level of confidence, that, you know, that, that right. encouragement and speaking life to you. And as a PK, like, of course, everyone's going to encourage you at church. Like, you know, like you got it, you're doing great. And then when you hear it over and over from the same people, you're like, is it true? You know what I'm saying? Right. And, but that's a whole other topic. Right, <laughs> that's right, a whole right. other topic right. with my self-esteem journey. But I said that to say that there are so many aspects of my sorority in particular that I um, that have influenced me to be the woman I am today. And I wouldn't change a thing. I was chaplain for my line. Um, so of course that means like prayers before meetings, things like right, that. Right, right. Um, during, uh, we had uh, different activities where we talked about prayer and meditation. So that was great to bring awareness to people on the campus about that. So there are so many opportunities to be in a room of people that are like-minded, yes. but aren't necessarily from my church. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Like I, I, you have another support group, another area or aspect of yourself, of your identity that is encouraged. Just like when I would hang around you guys in the engineering building, it's like, okay, all the nerds are together. Like I can be as yeah. nerdy as I want to be. Right. <laughs> they yeah. won't care, you know? They're... So I think like being part of different organizations and groups, especially in college, helps you to, you know, bring out the best of yourself. Like right, right. join join a sport if that's your thing. If you're, if you're active, right. if you're, there's a um, service sorority or, organization you know ncnw like all these different things if community service is your thing but you don't care about greek life like right, there's right. something for you to Indeed, encourage right. and continue to build yourself up at the same time you know so love my sorority wouldn't change a thing 
it's funny I was talking about it today with um my sister's mom-in-law yeah uh and she said she was asking me like why why did you join aka and then she started talking about um some deltas that she knew and different things like that and she brought up about like how the church sees it a certain way and it's and we have the longest conversation but (laughs) we don't have to get into that right now (laughs) but yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't change a thing I'm still saved you know what I'm saying like and I and I feel like people thought I would change you know yeah um afterwards after joining but it's like you get what you give you, you do <laughs> you get what you give so yeah okay it. yeah it's, it's um really a great story as you say you know god dating from your aunt and you know even though you know uh part with your grandma and you know that god gets to gave you that extra push of the extra motivation Mm-hmm. um to do that but yeah like you were saying overall like some you know uh college student or somebody that's about to go to college maybe watching this or hearing it like you know you know do something be yeah a part of you know even if you're as you, as you said you don't want to join a fraternity or you know want to swear or anything like that um there's so much other things to do i mean like for a person yeah. that didn't know yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> i did join <laughs> Our illustrious choir, Taylor. I don't know if you knew. I did. What? <laughs> Taylor, I no, went no. and auditioned and I did make the choir. Okay. But, yeah. I, I, <laughs> it's weird because it's something that it I feel proud. Huh? Yeah. It's, How did I not know that? <laughs> listen, listen, let me tell you why you probably did not know. Because I joined the choir. Uh-huh. My name came out. I could still probably still find. I think I did posted it on, on on Facebook or whatever. It's when the, the choir roster came out. My name was on there. Um, I went over there and I was interested in joining the choir. And I had to audition, you know, singing yeah, for Yeah, um, it's very serious. Yes. <laughs> <Working choir. laughs> I had to, uh, Professor Conway, Eric Conway, mm-hmm. um, you know, made me sing in front of him to audition mm-hmm. to join the choir. And I did. And it was like, okay. And I, I made the choir. My name was on mm-hmm. the choir. But I never sang with the choir, Taylor. Okay. I made a choir, but I never sang with the choir. You must explain. <laughs> <laughs> so the time, so all right. I, I don't I don't remember what year this was that I was in. I don't remember if I just I just transferred to Morgan because um I migrated here in 2013 and then I was going to be triple C first and then I, I transferred to Morgan. But I don't remember what year it was, but the times that uh, rehearsals were because mm-hmm. like I was giving out the whole thing I couldn't make it I, I, yeah. I, wasn't, <laughs> I was gonna fail out and I, I did um I didn't make it I, I wasn't gonna make it because the time and then obviously as you know the engineering Work, curriculum workload yeah. okay. <laughs> okay I don't remember if I was doing count two that year I don't know but Ooh, something was, something was, something was <laughs> not gonna work <laughs> yep. so, yeah so yeah, I made the choir and I was excited about it, but I didn't. Man. I didn't, you know, perform or anything. It's like I didn't. I wasn't able to make rehearsals. Yeah, um, a commitment. For yes, it, it it was like it was extreme. As you know, like a choir mm-hmm. travel requires like international. <laughs> yeah, they they. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't. You know, I made the choir, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you yeah. know you had what it takes. So kudos to you. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. And That's also, more than I can like, say. So. Yeah, cause, <laughs> and, and then, I don't know, whenever she watches this, Joe, because when I went to yeah. Morgan, I, me and Joe, I was like, okay, let's join the choir together. Because, as you know, me and Joe went to the same church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, let's join I the love, choir. I love that you call her JP, by the way. I listened yeah. to that episode and I was like, what? <laughs> That's so funny. Yes. You know, and I was, funny thing, I was talking to her about that today. You really? I yeah. Like, was, I was like, because she sent me one of the clips of one of the videos that I did. Um, mm-hmm. She was like, she always gets on me because she, she always like, okay, it's always, because for her, is like, to her, is like, Whenever I'm uh, interviewing somebody from the island, she's like, mm-hmm. you speak in your accent, but when you're talking to normal people, oh, you don't speak okay. so she, <laughs> she always get on me for that. So yeah. she sent me a video today. I was like, proof. like those- <laughs> these are the receipts. Listen. <laughs> it's like, it's always the accent for me. I'm like, yo, chill. But then I was like, you're the <laughs> only person that, you know, came on the pod and, you know, had your name, JP, that started calling her. She was like, you don't know me. <laughs> but um but yeah but you were yeah, saying yeah you were her, gonna join together yeah i told her let's join the choir together and you know it just didn't happen I because I, yeah. you know she graduated before me in 2017 mm-hmm. i think at the time when i was telling her um so yeah that, that was the year 2017 um she was like in her final semester and she you know did, didn't really have the time or you know it just didn't work out yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that's 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 what happened, you know. But that's as a fact, yeah, fun fact, <laughs> I made the Morgan State Choir. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, but just as we're saying, like persons that may be seeing this, and some of you going to college, do something, mm-hmm. you know, be active, um, because yeah. it's, it's something that will keep you grounded in 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 you know just your like, interests, right? Yeah. So do something. Yeah. But um, so uh. Taylor, are you, you know, back at your own church, at your dad's church, you, you know, you started to initiate it in helping the church to have, you know, a more of a social presence online. Um, so, like, speak to the importance of churches embracing the whole, you know, social and technological aspect of ministry, because I feel like um, that became a lot of churches priority during the pandemic and like that that yeah that was when most churches started to look at okay maybe we should look to right maybe yeah Yeah. (laughs) and obviously as you know with you know with the pandemic a lot of churches wasn't visiting so you know a lot of churches had to do it yeah but you know you still because i i personally remember like when during the pandemic and then when like our services were you know gonna go online there were, mm-hmm. you know, because you still have the older folks, people that are still in their way. Yep. Was like, I don't know how about worshiping online. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you yeah. know, like it was, you know, it, there were pushbacks there. Yeah. So, and a lot of people probably still do feel that way. Like, oh, yeah, you really worship I'm online sure. or by going to social media or stuff like that. But speak to the importance of mm-hmm. in this day and age, embracing, you know, yeah. social and technological aspect of ministry. Um. I think that we should view it as outreach. Right. Because that's what it is. <laughs> and I think for, like you're saying, the older people to grasp it, like it's outreach online. 
right. instead of going down the street and we're having, you know, prayer, prayer walks or whatever, like I'm sharing it with my friends that maybe I don't want to talk to them and tell them like, right. Hey, come to church. You need it. You know, <laughs> I can yeah, just yeah. post my flyer and be like, yeah, we're going, yeah. we're going to have a great time. Come out. You yeah. know, there's less pressure. I think there too. Mm -hmm. Um, with having a social, social, you know, being socially active for churches. And right. I'm not an expert. Like you mentioned, I helped initiate it for um, Refuge. My, that's my home church in Baltimore, Refuge of the Cross. Hey, y'all. Um, <laughs> so, and we were working with someone that was contracted out. So I would like notate the scripture and topic, whatever, and send it to him and he'd make flyers or post whatever. Right. And so I was viewing it and I saw the importance of it as a young person, just like right. I'm on social media. It would be cool to see my church represented on social media, social media too, yeah. type of thing. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's how it started, but it's so important because of that. It's an outreach. And there are, there are people that literally will be like, just Google churches. And yeah. if they don't have an Instagram, like, it's old, it's probably old, it's probably outdated. You know, there's so many assumptions that will be made about your church that yeah. may not be true just because they can't see it for themselves before showing up. Right. People don't like going to a place that's unfamiliar, not at least not our generation, when we have the capability of, like I said, Google. You're right. <laughs> so like you're yeah, you're missing I, I out on people that you that you could draw in. I don't I don't cut you. Mm -hmm. But as you know, I mean, I, you know, we were talking off here, you you know, relocated to Philly, as you know, I yeah, yeah. relocated here to Lehigh Valley mm -hmm. here in Pennsylvania as well. And, you know, I, I'm still, you know, I guess trying to find a church home. Mm -hmm. I've been visiting a few churches, but it's like you're yeah. saying, my, that's my first thing. I'm going to look at the church. I'm, when I type in, okay, these, these, you know, whatever these kind of churches are near me, I'm mm -hmm. looking, you know, okay, they have a social media, but okay, I'm going on there. Let me see what they have. Yeah. And what the church is like. And, you know, because I'm using, you know, kind of stuff like that. Is that, okay, this looks like somewhere that I could be or I could worship mm -hmm. or I could fellowship. Or yeah. I could It's like I've visited three or two churches so far. And I've looked them up before I went. I was like, okay. Of course. You know. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a big part, as you're saying. So that's what I was Yeah. Doing, so. It's very real. Like, at least have a website with recent yeah. pictures. You know what I'm saying? Because it's also like you may be gifted in a certain area and it's like do they like I, I enjoy working with kids do they have a youth ministry do they do activities let's see you know like you can people will walk in and be like looking for like oh I saw you online you know yeah, you're the, whoever lead let me talk to you yeah. and see what you guys are up to how can I help how can I get like there's there's so many avenues that you can help yourself <laughs> just by existing on the internet and being, you know, presentable, like not presentable. What's the word I want to use? Personable. Just yeah. like, yeah, come join us. Yeah, right. <laughs> like come worship our God with us. Like it's cool. No pressure guys. So you very, is very, you can put your church's personality out there for people to see and they can be like, okay, I'm, I like more of a traditional church or I like more of a modern church or whatever. Yes. And you can find where you're comfortable and then you grow. So yeah, social media, highly recommend. <laughs> like, so churches that are out there start, you know, like embracing because that's where we're going at. And then I'm sure like, 
because like I've listened to a few leaders speak after this whole pandemic thing and mm-hmm. they like they actually admit like they were able to reach so much more people um um during the pandemic because services yeah. were online so like people were in another country and was joining those people were not yeah. going to walk through your doors if you were having a normal service so yeah think of all the people who like work yeah weekends yeah. <laughs> like so many, I, yeah. yeah i remember i was on a service and it was a service that was in england mm. i was like i've never set foot in england <laughs> i've never said yeah yeah <laughs> Right, I, you, I was yeah. I was there. I was yeah. people from uh you know the islands was there, and I'm like mm-hmm. it was a you know a, like a large number gathering that was on the, on the online platform. I'm like if that wasn't the case, you know people weren't gonna be a part it's of that service. Work. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so yeah. it's very important. Yeah, um, yeah, love it. So you know as we mentioned earlier as well, you you know, relocated right after graduation, you know, congratulations. You were one of the persons that oh, had you. a job lined up. Out of, God. Out of, it, oh, God. Let right? me tell you, can I, before yeah. you even ask the question, let me just say this. Let me tell you the story. I, so I was a super senior when I graduated. It took, it was five years for me yeah. to yeah. get through engineering program, right? Ups, downs, ups, downs. Through that time, I went Listen, to so Okay. (laughs) I attended so many, you know, conferences and job fairs and I was over it. That December, I went to Bayer. Right. Went to Bayer, of course, had my little resume. (laughs) I'm about to graduate. I need, I need a job, go through the career fair. And I was walking through with a friend of mine, Star, who's also an industrial engineer. Shout out Star Rashid. Yeah. Shout out to Star. Yeah. And um, I another vivid memory for me. We were leaving out of the career fair, and I was tired. We had been there for like hours, and right. you know, like how exhausting it is to say the same thing. Yeah, because you go, you go around to, to every booth. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh, you know, um, I'm an industrial engineer major. Uh, I have background in um, value street mapping, whatever. You're saying. Man, yes, over and over again. Talk about yourself. Yeah. The same speech yeah. to, oh, yeah, to I everybody. Got, you know, lean six sigma background. Um, yeah, yes, green belt. Okay, <laughs> whatever it takes. Like, please. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're looking at them like, do they are they vibing with me? Or is was that enough? Like right, it, right. the mind games. So anyway, <laughs> I was ready to go. We're walking out. This man stops us and he says, Hey, I'm looking for electrical engineers. And I said, Oh, we're industrial. And I was trying to keep walking. Right, right. Star said, No, like. She was like, oh, we have some friends that are electrical. He was like, what are, what are you guys? Oh, we're industrial. And now at this point, I'm just quiet in the background because I'm so ready to go. <laughs> Stars like talking to this guy. He's like, oh, we'll go to this booth over there in the back. Yeah. And just, just put in your resume. You don't even have to talk to anyone. Just put in your resume and they'll get, they'll get back to you guys. And we were like, okay. Star was like, come on, Taylor. Like just one more. Like we're about to leave. This is what we're here for. And I was like, okay, Star. Like <laughs> you're over here being logical, I guess. <laughs> I guess we'll go over there. Yeah. Submitted my resume and it was for NAVC. They called me. I came out for interview day. Yeah. Interviewed. I sat in that room, bruh. I sat in that room and everyone's talking, you know, where are you from, whatever. And we have, everyone had a folder with their interviews. So people were like, oh, I have like four interviews. I'm with this code, this code, this code. And I was like, I put on my paper, I had one interview. 
Oh, wow. I had one interview and I was like, sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> but I got to knock it out the park. Yeah, the I, I go to this interview. I sit down and talk with him. It was very cool. Um, he introduced me to another supervisor. We talked for a little bit. We walked out through like the cubicle area where the teams were. I got introduced to two people, two black men. One is my coworker now. He went to um, Howard. Okay. Another one, he okay. went to, um, did he go to Tuskegee? Something. It was two HBCUs. And I was this like, God lining it up. <laughs> I'm just saying, this God lining it up. Two HBCUs. Okay. I leave, whatever. I called my dad because, like, like, okay, I think I did pretty good. <laughs> like, right. I, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Get home. And I got the email while I was in class. I don't even remember what class I was in. And it was like, congratulations, you've been offered whatever, whatever, whatever. But I was not trying to even apply for this job. Right, because you was about to I walk literally, I literally yeah. was going to walk past my blessing. So I tell Star all the time, like, you are my angel. If you guardian were not there. Angel. Guardian, guardian angel. Yeah. Like, so when I say it was like God set that up, but I'm even missing an even more important part. Right. We were on the, we left on a Sunday um, from Bea on, on yeah. a bus ride. Everybody sleep. Cause you know, everyone hangs out the night before. <laughs> was that, the night before. Who was Bea that time? Was it in, in Michigan? DC. Bea, I think Bea is oh, always right, in right. DC. Bea is always, I'm mixing it up. Um, but yeah. Nesby, right? I right. think Nesby yeah. was in Pittsburgh or something. I went to that. Anyway, so Bea, <laughs> so Bea and this DC bus ride, yeah. everybody's like sleep and I'm praying I'm on the um leaning on the window I'm praying I'm like God I'm tired of going to career fairs this right. is the last career fair I'm going to and I'm trusting you and I just kept saying it over and over again and then I just felt like a peace like I have I have never felt so like sure of myself yes in that prayer and I was about to start crying and I was like, don't cry on this bus in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody's yeah. asleep. Nobody's paying attention to me. But it's I'm like, right, me right. in my mind, I'm like, I, God is really like talking to me right now. And then he's right. like, and I feel so peaceful. Like, I don't have to worry at all. Right. Like, it's going to be taken care of. Come right. to find out it was that job, that one that I wasn't even trying to apply for. Right. God has set it up for me. So... <laughs> when I say faith, like put it all in God's hands. <laughs> Cause I had done all that I could do. That's the thing. Like sometimes we're like, Oh God, will take care of it. Like, no, do your part. Put in the effort. Right. You got to do your part. Okay. We can, we put too much pressure on God. He can handle it, but you can do some more. Come on, sis. Yeah. <laughs> me to me. Come on, sis. Right. <laughs> you can do a little more. So like, I, I know that I've, I had my got my grades up as much as I could after doing poorly for a while. I had you was going to so these careers. Great. I was I was putting in my yeah. effort and I was like, okay, God, the rest is up to you. And yeah. when I did that, man, it, peace. <laughs> you gotta it's you gotta have faith, you know, like you say. Yes. You know, it's saying and sometimes God just put people in our lives that, you know, so as you said, shout out to Star Rashid. She's real. Th- Star is really cool, people. Um, yes. <laughs> I had a few classes with Star. Like, Star yeah. is really cool, people. Like, you know, always, you know, looking out. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah. But it's, 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 
I feel like I also have an interesting story, even though I don't know if I should share it. <laughs> uh hey. To the job. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I mean, just to make it quick, I applied to the job the first time. Mm-hmm. That's how the job came out. I had the first interview, did the first interview. Um, and I was waiting and I never heard back. And mm-hmm. a little bit after that, they reached out and they said, okay, no. Um, you know, they, um, something like they were saying was missing from my resume or, you mm. know, whatnot, but whatever it was, they said no. And obviously I was disappointed. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, cause as I said, I graduated 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, this was, this probably was 2021. Yeah. So yeah, they said no. And, you know, I was like, all right, just gonna, you know, after I, you know, pick myself up and like, okay, I'm just yeah. keep applying, keep keep applying. Yep exactly then i don't know something just came to me i was like this is the job for you it just wasn't your time and i'm like mm. what does that mean right. you know and when i go back to the job and i looked at it and i looked at the um the job description and, it, and i read through and i'm like this is the job for me <laughs> because yeah. it's like the background the, the description and everything lined up with the you know the background that i have my mm. senior design project and everything like it was there were things that I could speak about to the job but obviously they just turned me down and I'm like this is a job for you and I don't know but something just came over to me and I immediately reached back out to the recruiter that had reached out to me at first and I asked Mm -hmm. her that um when is this job reopened Mm -hmm. and she was like I think it was like six months it was probably like gonna be down in September, something like that. But she, it was like six months or so away. And I told her, Taylor, that mm-hmm. if I didn't get a job, I was going to try again because I'm determined to get this job because I feel like this job is mine. Mm-hmm. And um, so you know, you're going to see my name again, lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, she was she was like, okay, I like your tenacity. Um, she was like, okay, I'm looking forward to see you know you applying again over there. Mm-hmm. And six months later. I applied and here we are. <laughs> I have the job. Awesome. I have the job. You that know, what I mean? awesome. so sometimes, you know, timing and faith and all that just, you know, I mean, because like I could have been like, okay, they don't want me. I'm gonna, you know, you know, because you know, some people can get feel, you know, petty and salty, oh. you know. Yep. They do. Your, your ego is like her. Yeah. So it's like, well, I'm too good for them anyway. Like, yeah, you know, they didn't you want fired. me. There. They didn't want me. So <laughs> yeah, right. Right. So yeah. yeah. So wow. that's yeah. a that's awesome story. That's God just being like, I love you. I ain't gonna leave you hanging. Come on. Right. <laughs> like that's really how I see it. That's how I see it. Yeah. So um, so you know, as we were mentioning, you relocated to Philly. You know, that's what we were talking about. And then at the undergrad, because you're, you're, you're going for your master's now, right? You're still going at Yes. And that has been a fight. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm um, going for my master's of science in business analytics uh-huh. um, from University of Maryland College Park. We're right. a global campus. So all my courses have been online. Thank God. And um, paid for by work also. Thank God. so that's why I jumped on it I literally like I graduated spring of 19 and then Uh I immediately applied (laughs) and started school again spring of 20 (laughs) so 
yeah i i was like oh you guys are gonna support it great talk to my supervisor we'll do it so yeah i i'm pursuing that because my role now is mechanical is a mechanical engineer mm -hmm. but i like i and i want to be in the industrial engineering field right so this business analytics you know really builds on that as the aspects and the reason why I wanted to do industrial engineering in the first place is the math and the business together. Like, right. That's really why I chose it because I'm not, I'm good enough at math, but oh. not enough to be in Calc 3 with the EEs <laughs> and the CEs. <laughs> like, you know, Man, that I, give me, remind me of those memories, Taylor. <laughs> so sorry. So sorry. So I was like, this is my lane, the business, the money aspect and the engineering, math, science, problem solving, all those things together. So with this degree, I can kind of, you know, take my career path from mechanical and, and steer right. it back to the industrial that I really want to do. How are you gonna get so, yeah, it? I'm going through that. I'm working through that. Don't ask me when I'm gonna graduate. We're just <laughs> one course at a time. Yeah, I will finish. I will yes, finish. Absolutely. It's just like exactly. I'm here thinking. Um, I probably need to look at Penn State. I was, you know, I'm thinking about doing my master's. Mm. So, yeah. Um, but I also need to look because you know I think you work with government as well. I also need to look like if yep. they'll pay for it. I mean, if they will, then oh, absolutely go do it. Mm -hmm. I ain't got no more money for school. <laughs> but okay. um, yeah, so, but but what I was going to get into, like, you know, as I said, you had to move, uh, relocate to Philly. What was the acclimation like having to, you know, relocate, you know, you now become your own grown yeah. adult, you got to adulting, as they say. Truly. Truly. So how, how, how was that for you? It was pretty challenging, but not but like way easier than it could have been. Right. I, um, because I don't have any family up here. Mm -hmm. um, some of my line sisters are up here now. So right. it's good to see you hang out with them. Yeah. But otherwise I didn't have anybody up here that I knew. And it got lonely for a while. Uh -huh. But I was also isolating myself. <laughs> that makes sense. Like I put yeah. myself in the situation to not open up to hang out with other people, you people know? Right. <laughs> so, so I was, I was in a limbo kind of area for a while. Um, but then I just came to the realization of like, this is a new opportunity, you know, take hold of it, grasp it. You know, I started to, um, hang out with my coworkers more. We have, um, employee resource groups, right? So there's an African-American employee resource group. So of course I was like, I'll be there. Right. Went to that meeting and just like made myself friendly. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know anyone out here. Let's let's just right. see what happens. Yeah. So that was that was huge for me. In, back to that word intentional. I don't know why I keep saying that today. I was intentional. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> I was intentional. About like, OK, I'm in a funk. Let's get out of it. Right. And, you know, go into the opportunities, find places to be better. So if I but loneliness was was. Um, was definitely prevalent when I first when I first moved uh -huh. for sure for sure so well because I mean one of the reasons for me asking that is because obviously I, you know as you know I am currently going through that I just moved here like what uh end of January hmm. um and I feel like you know I'm still in my you know transition phase I'm still 
you know, I just I've been here nothing. three years and I'm still transitioning. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> but yeah, Carry I on. still, you know, I'm just here a few months. Um, yeah. You know, as you, you know, you talk about the loneliness, you know, I, I grew up in a family of five. We always, mm. you know, and to, you know, now be living in a house, you know, by yourself. Yeah. 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 And I'm still, I mean, you know, I'm still, you know, trying to, you know, have moments, get, right? No, I'm talking about like for my neighbors. I'm still trying to, oh. I, I don't know yet. I'm, I'm, you know, keeping an eye. This is, <laughs> this is I'm, you yeah, know, still yeah. like seeing, I guess, who they are. I mean, you know, and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. But overall, you know, like you're saying, no, I don't really know anybody up here. I mean, I'm starting to, you know, I guess, you know, no, no more people at work in a sense, but not to the point yet of, you know, hanging out and doing stuff like that. But it's just, yeah. you know, I said, my, the, the, one of the motive of that question was to really just, you know, ask you, because also that, you know, it helped me while I'm acclimating in this whole relocation phase. Like, since I moved, my family came up here once. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. a three hour drive from Baltimore. Because I think Philly yeah. is like what, an hour and a half, hour 45? Yep, hour and a half, yep, two yeah. and a half. Depending I'm on how far in the city you're going, but well, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> hour and a half basically. I'm, yeah, I'm an like, hour and a half from my parents, and my dad has not been up here once he, <laughs> since, since I moved into this apartment. He was here when we looked at apartments, and I told him that the other day. He was like, "What?" And I was like, "Dad, think about it." And he was like, "You know what? You're right." <laughs> yeah, like I moved into this house. I think. I don't remember, but my friend, my family came up once. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we went to New York because we like an hour and a half in New York. Yeah, yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's you know, as I said, still transitioning. You're feeling it out, yeah. It's, yeah. it's also like it's kind of a. I guess it's maybe the way it goes for whenever you take another step, because in college I was like, how do I? just be friends with everybody (laughs) on my floor like how do I how do I maneuver through this and now being in another state and it's like okay how do I maneuver through this new environment how am I going to grow um you know in this setting how's it going to go so that definitely helped being with you know co-worker finding co-workers like-minded or like that are young and just will be like yeah I'm new so Right, where's right. the good food places <laughs> like you know right, <laughs> whatever right. whatever it takes right that's definitely a uh, 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 conversation a uh, topic mm-hmm. yep but uh, that and then i'm i'm fortunate enough to have church family that so the pastor of the church i'm at now came out of the church that my dad is now the dad, pastor okay of. okay so i i knew <laughs> like a lot of mm-hmm, i knew a lot of the family members that are like the pastor first lady and my my sister there now i say sister a lot i have one biological sister but yeah, I have a lot of sisters you know you know you know yeah, how that goes. Yeah. so like yeah. my sister is there so like i was comfortable enough in that area you know so spiritually i felt you know encouraged and comfortable to be myself in that aspect so that was very that was good i don't so i'm praying for you to find to find that church aspect because that's so important to be like it is to be a fish out of water in, in yeah. every area of your life is kind of is pretty difficult. So the but once you find a groove, it'll yeah. be you'll, you'll get there, man. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But um, yeah. so I have just two more questions for you. Okay. Um, yes. <laughs> uh so what's your um advice to like a young PK that's growing up now? You know, they're 
you know, obviously the shadow of their parents, their dad or their mm -hmm. mom. Um, what would you say to them? Like, or in, in, in a sense, it's almost like, what would you say to a young Taylor growing up? What, what you would expect it of basically that you have gone through that you would, you know, say um, to a young uh, kid uh, growing up in a church? Yeah. Um, ironically, I would say be selfish. And here's why. Uh -huh. <laughs> be selfish in that other people's opinions of you are not all facts. Right. How people perceive you, the good or the bad, you can't live, you, that can't be your joy or your downfall. People's compliments or people's criticism mm -hmm. can't be how, what makes you happy or brings you down. And when you're a PK, that comes very quickly. Be selfish in that I am running my race right. and I, I'll go at the pace <laughs> that is God ordained. So Yes. If other people see that and they're encouraged, then praise God. <laughs> if other people see that and they don't, they don't think I'm moving fast enough or I'm not doing enough, that's between them and God. <laughs> you know, try and stay focused on your goals, your personal, your spiritual goals. Yes. And and your perception will will be what it's gonna be. You know, don't don't be so consumed by what other people say or think or how they look at you or whatever. You know, be selfish a little bit, just a little bit. Okay. <laughs> and one of the main things that I got from what you say is like, you know, run your own race. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, it's just you, you know, and yeah. I think a lot of times, and even not just with like, you know, PKs and, and, and stuff, you know, but just overall, like, I feel like a lot of times people get distracted by looking at over in the other lane at yeah. you know, what their other counterparts are doing and they get, you know, they're distracted or they start getting down on themselves exactly you yeah. know and yeah so they just you know you just gotta run your own race um and this was something that i personally had to you know learn for myself this is something that i personally struggled with um and i had to you know get to the point where i had to understand that when it's my time it's my time you know what i mean yeah it's just yeah. like as I, even when graduating you know, there was a point where I was down on myself because, like, I was like, everybody that I could went to high school had already graduated college. Because, yep. like, <laughs> when I graduated, yeah. I think I was maybe not, well, one of the older persons in my group. Because, like, most of the mm -hmm. persons were, like, you know, went to school, went to college straight out of high school. And they were probably, like, maybe, say, 22, 23 average. And I was, yeah, what, yeah. 27 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So... I had to get to the point where, you know, run your own race, you know, it's not about, you know, but that's a big thing that you, you know, you said that they should listen to. So just one more thing for you. Yeah, clean and, it up. Yeah, don't be selfish, run your own race. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Too far, too far. Yeah. So in retrospect, um, is there anything that you would have done differently along your journey in ministry like when you look back is there anything that you feel like okay I, I would have done that differently you know as it relates to you know your your journey and your experiences in ministry um I want to say no okay because like there isn't a circumstance or anything that comes to mind you know uh -huh. when you ask that question it's kind of just like 
um, I made decisions or I was present and active in areas where I wanted to be. Yes. And so the consequences of that were brought on by me, you know, uh -huh. good or bad. Right. And I don't, I don't think anything, I don't think I would change anything. I've, I was, I've always been after like that age of, you know, like we were saying, like being told to show up <laughs> in a certain I, area, I, like <laughs> once I decided like, oh, I don't have, I don't want to sing on the choir, like, and that's okay. Okay, good. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Once I realized, like got into like, okay, this I'm interested in technology. I'll do this. I'm comfortable. Right. Um, uh, I can grow in this field, in this area and help my church. You know, that's where I'm comfortable. That's where I'll grow. Right. And then I was, I was in my lane, you know, I found my lane pretty early. Oh. And I think that's a major reason why I, I don't think I would change anything. I don't think I would change anything. Yeah, I mean, you make a good point. You know, you, you, everything that you've been through have prepared you to be who you are right now. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's such a, that's such a corny answer to be like, no, I yeah. don't change a thing, but it's the <laughs> truth. I, yeah. I, it's, it's really the truth. I, I don't know what I would change. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, so before you go, you wanna, you have any shout outs? You wanna shout out anybody? Yes. <clears throat> Clear my throat. I <laughs> do wanna shout, I mentioned uh, my church now. I attend Zion Way of the Cross. Right. In Claymont, Delaware. And pastor by Bishop Larry Whitfield, our first lady, Lady Shirley Whitfield. Uh -huh. um, and they have, like, that's my family. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. and that is so, it's so huge to have their support yeah. um, while I'm out here in Philly and just a little further from my parents <laughs> right. to have that family. So important. So I'm so grateful for them. So shout out to you, Zion Way of the Cross, if you're listening. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, on a personal note, um, you mentioned our podcast, Let's Brunch with Tiente. Yeah. Um, shout out to you for and friends in ministry for your consistency, because my sister and I struggle with such, <laughs> struggle with such things. <laughs> we post when we can you know i think we're over a month from our last episode but if you were listen, you want to check it out <laughs> listen, it, it'd be like that I, I remember when i was transitioning up here i was moving all that i think i went for like maybe three months or so yeah. not posting nothing I mean, like, we got to just take out bi-weekly from our description. Like, just <laughs> we'll post when we can and you'll, you'll hear, you'll catch it. Yes. <laughs> so, but our Instagram is TNT pod. Mm -hmm. So Instagram and Facebook, like us on Facebook. Yeah. We're on, uh, we also use, we use Anchor. So, you know, we're on Spotify and Apple Music and all the things. Yeah. Or Apple Podcasts. Yeah, yeah. All the things. So check us out there um what else is there to shout out i don't know all right i don't know what else that's it yeah <laughs> okay shout out to morgan the national treasure <laughs> yes the illustrious yes you know, the illustrious the morgan state city right um i remember like i went through my phase i had i would go to the bookstore i get every year I was, I was just like, I'm mad. I, I need more now. I need alumni stuff. Me too. <laughs> like, I feel like I only have one. I have one alumni uh, hoodie. 
Me too. <laughs> I have an orange hoodie that says Morgan State yeah. alumni. That's it. You know, and I, I, mean, I have a shirt that I got. Let me get with. Yeah. But okay, thank you so much, Taylor, for you know coming on, uh, giving me a few, maybe more than a few uh, moments of your time. Yeah, um, this was it. So <laughs> fun. I enjoy talking to you. Yeah. I like I said, it's honored to be on. Okay. <laughs> And I, I, I love what you're doing. So, hey, I'm a listener. <laughs> I, I definitely appreciate it. Um, yeah. you know, I, I do check out um, you, know, you and your sister's uh, podcast. Um, Why, thank you. Know, you. Some, sometimes, yeah. Uh, let's Stick run. with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so as I said, thank you so much um, for, uh, you, you know, uh, giving me a moment to get time. And we, as you know, we were trying to do this uh, weeks ago or something like that yeah you know nothing before it's time um you know so yeah yeah so I, we did <laughs> we did we had to be had to work the schedule out you know i traveled for work last week <laughs> and as you can see i'm in my work where i because i got out for <laughs> yeah but you know yes i appreciate you again and just continue you know being you continue you know, as, it, as we say, the word of the day, continue being intentional about who you are and, you know, what you're, what you're about. And I, yeah, I appreciate you. You know, you always, you know, in, back in, uh, at Morgan, you were always pretty, you know, stand up. You were, you, you know, always treated, you know, me cool and, and, and everything like that. And, you know, I definitely cool. appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate yeah. it. That's okay. This has been another episode of Friends in Ministry. Another very interesting episode where we talked to Taylor Barnett, you know, just about her experiences, her journey, um, you know, in, in, in ministry and in life overall. And uh, don't forget to check us out and like, share, and subscribe or to our podcast um, on YouTube, uh, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts at. Um, don't forget to support our merches. Uh, links will be in the description. As usual, Friends in Ministry is brought to you by the Gen Studio. Friends in Ministry is also brought to you by the Holy, Ar Holy Armor clothing line where you suit up, stand up, and stand out. Don't forget to shop with them today. Until next time, God bless. Peace. Peace. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Friends in Ministry. We encourage and inspire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Live from the Gen Studio, we enlighten and support each other. We're promoting positivity. Positivity, friends in ministry. Tell us where you've been, tell us what you've seen, friends in ministry.